Hey, what's going on, podcast people? Slightly different type of episode today. It's a little bit more of the long form. If you see, like, on the in terms of the timestamp, it's like about an hour compared to the usual three minutes that I usually share. Uh, today, I'm going to be uh, interviewing a client that I actually interviewed back in November or December uh, around Christmas time. So if you see, hear me say Christmas, that's when I filmed it. Um, I got around to sharing it on my own personal channel, but never really got a, a chance to share it on the Vision Paradox channel. Uh, so I'm releasing it today. Uh, I'm interviewing our client Unity Era, or I'm interviewing Alicia, who's the f co-founder of Unity Era. They're she really gets into some amazing stuff in terms of perseverance, uh, in terms of thinking big, and, and in, especially in terms, I don't know if she, she never really gets too much into it, but she does uh, touch upon what ha what you should do when, you know, the people you start a business with, it turns out you're not you know you shouldn't really work with them in the long run so i think and i think uh considering what was happening on the time i think it was a very very important topic to address so anyways here's the podcast what's going on everyone you're watching emroy tv or you're watching vision paradox tv or heck you might even be watching this on unity era's channel um you are watching a segment an interview segment i don't know what this is I really have no formal name for this. This is just something I've been wanting to do as you've been seeing some previous interviews. I just want to interview cool people who are doing cool things and have them share their story. So the, right here, as you can tell, uh, we're matching. This is Alicia, founder of an amazing company called Unity Empire. And I'm rocking some gear. And it's, part, um, it's actually a segment. She'll exp explain a little bit more. Uh, a, a branch, Unity Era is a branch of their home company right yeah mm -hmm. the yes. the home company of unity empire so if you want to explain that a little bit before i butcher everything so <laughs> that's okay sure um well unity empire is the corporation and it's kind of the overall vision of everything um it's the parent company you could say and underneath this umbrella of unity empire we have different branches like emroy was talking and one of our branches is Unity Era, which is what we're sporting today, our uh, Unity Era shirts, Unity Era gear. Um, Unity Era is our nonprofit branch. Uh, it's the, the branch that we, um, where we do campaigns for causes, uh, donations to foundations. Like, uh, for example, right now we're doing a holiday campaign for working with Toys for Tots organization. And these are our holiday shirts. This is the reason why I got this shirt. So we're wearing red and white. Yeah. So I'm basically working with the Toys for Tots Foundation and going around and collecting toys from people that people donate. And then uh, once I gather all these toys, I'm going to be dropping them off to Toys for Tots. And they will be distributing the toys to families in need mm -hmm. that maybe can't afford um, gifts for the holidays for their children. So mm -hmm. they... The organization helps provide these gifts for their children. I think at one point we like things are pretty bad for us. We actually, I think we might have participated in that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a lot of families do, and we're just trying to help the cause. Yeah. So what? Basically, I'm just I made contact with a lot of people, got them excited. Everyone is excited to donate a, a toy or a few toys, and. Um, I'm meeting up with them and giving them one of our holiday shirts as a thank you <laughs> for donating a toy because we really, really appreciate, you know, everyone's participation and, and helping out this cause and, you know, just bringing more joy to the kids in our neighborhoods. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, this, this interview session completely unplanned. So yeah. 
<laughs> the original plan was just for us to exchange toys, but mm-hmm. we had some gap time. I'm about to go. I got to go do a performance in Riverside in a, in about an hour. She's gonna go do p- pick up some more toys. So this is off the cuff. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's roll it back. So they sure. now they know a little bit more. But how? Give us a little bit of the origin story of of what inspired it and even your first steps. So yeah. Well, uh, the whole company started out as Unity Era. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it was a vision uh, by my partner, Devin Estes. Um, his, his vision for Unity Era was uh, a really big vision, but it started out kind of small, kind of just grassroots. Um, and he does music. And he wanted to create positive music to put out to the world to inspire people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he started doing started uh, with the music. And then he created the logo and started making clothing out of it. Mm. And people tended to like the logo and the clothing so much that he created a clothing line um, for, oh, wow. for the company as yeah. well. Um, and so it started out as music and clothing uh, and community outreach events um, because... Really, the mission behind it, even though there was music and clothing involved, was to help people, um, help people that are in the communities, um, and just uh, inspire them, do outreaches for them, help raise money for them. And so that's where it all started. And then when he and I met, I jumped on board with him because I had a very similar vision as Mm. far as wanting to do as much as I could to make a difference in this world in general. And um, so we kind of put our visions together, and now we and we created Unity Empire, which is the corporation that kind of encompasses everything we want to do. Um, and we're slowly developing every branch as we go. Uh, Unity Era is already the most developed thing, so uh, mm. we you're going to see the most about Unity Era for right now. Yeah, and then we'll keep developing more as we go we have different branches i don't know if you want to hear about all that actually yeah let's go uh, go into the branches so we know about unity era which uh, which is uh a nonprofit uh, for causes mm-hmm. and then explain about the other things that you're growing as well within the company okay um well for example we have a real estate uh branch of mm-hmm. our company of unity empire um that we're developing and what we're planning on doing with that is we're going to be acquiring real estate mm-hmm. um, to for multiple reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is going to be basically everything in our company is geared towards helping people. Mm-hmm. Some of our stuff is nonprofit, which would be Unity Era, but other is for profit, but still with the mission of helping others. So part of our real estate branch is we're going to be developing group homes. Uh, group homes are... Um, Basically, like, we'll purchase homes and then we'll develop a program for each home, depending on the type of um, group home that we're developing at the time. So different groups, different group homes include um, foster care, sober living, oh, wow. uh, adults with disabilities, uh, troubled teens. Um, uh, like women and children that are in need of help, yeah. you know, people that have been victims of trafficking oh, that need to transition back into normal life. Yeah. And we develop programs and then place people in these homes that we that we have acquired. Yeah. Uh, and it, so it helps them 
and we work with uh, the counties and we work with other organizations in order to get these people placed in homes. And uh, so that is one thing we're doing with our real estate portion, uh, branch of our company. Another thing is um, we want to create an investment team um, because a lot of people want to invest in real estate. Mm -hmm. And the main thing we hear is, I don't have enough money. Yeah. And it's just so unfortunate because real estate is an asset, which is a really good thing for people to acquire in their lifetimes. Yeah. You know, it's a way to create passive income. It's a way to have money work for you instead of you working for money. Yeah. And it's a way to create, generate wealth. Yeah. And so my business partner, Devin, who used to be in heavily into real estate oh, really? um, before the crash. Oh, wow. Got me interested in I getting... I got to get him on this interview as well. Because it's like, cause it, you guys are like the, the two-headed dragon. I only have the one right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm the tiger. He's the dragon. Yeah, so like, I got I to gotta get you both, but, you know... We're like yin and yang. We really are. I'd like to hear his story as yeah. well. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. Yeah. It's, I swear. He's, we're like the yin and yang. He's the dragon. I'm the tiger. And we just like... Together, we balance each other out and we work together and we, we put our heads together. And we've created this amazing vision. And so you definitely need to hear from him. Yeah. Um, so he used to be in real estate and before the crash, he got me interested in doing this and he's always wanted to create an investment team where we get like a team of 10 people to pull their money together mm -hmm. uh, so that it's not like one person having to put a lot of money in. It's about 10 people having to put a smaller amount. To, to in, fund, to, to invest in a house. invest in purchasing property. Uh, and, oh, yeah, property. No, well, yeah, or a house, house yeah. yeah. Um, this, in particular, will be out-of-state properties because those are less expensive, easier to purchase more of them. Oh. And there will be rental properties, so it's like a monthly passive income that uh. the team members that invest will be acquiring, and we're going to continue to kind of uh, reinvest the yeah. same money yeah. and keep purchasing more properties and then everyone will get paid out um, monthly That's smart. from Because yeah, you, you just reminded me of how movie studios used to work. Uh -huh. uh, movie studios used to invest, one studio used to invest all their money into one movie mm -hmm. and if it flops or it doesn't, they, you know, that's what, that's how it's a big um, loss. Yeah. It's a big loss. So, which is yeah. why now you see a whole bunch of logos in the beginning yeah. of every movie, because now they have, they're pooling money from different producers or different companies, which is why sometimes movies suck even more because <laughs> the people invest, investing in it are all trying to put their into input into like, there's like 10 people trying to put their voice, but that, that, I think that's a really cool idea. It, well, with real estate, idea. it's a little safer. Yeah, I, I feel like it's, because you don't do, it's not exactly a creative vision, but yeah. it's like, it's it's similar in the sense where it's like, not one person's taking all the risk. Yeah, exactly. So like, Devin it, and I are, are going to be heading the project, but everyone that's involved is going to be benefiting. Like, what so. kind of people are... Re people that are interested in real estate, but also that are not afraid to take a, a step forward and invest some of their money. Uh, so it's like they have to be brave enough to take a step to invest some of their money yeah. and know that they're planting seeds and things it's will grow. Return. It's not an immediate big return, but these seeds will grow. And for as long as we have these properties, this could be a lifetime of passive income for them. Yeah. So it has to be people that can think in those terms and be okay with doing something like that. It's just a way to show another form of unity. Because our company is also geared towards bringing people together to do mm. things. 
So Unity Era, we want to bring people together for the causes. Yeah. Uh, like how we did the breast cancer awareness cause. Yeah. We brought dancers together for that. Yeah. And we brought, you know, film people and we all worked together to put that out. Um, and so the real estate investment team is bringing, it's a form of bringing people together huh. and working together to mm. create. That's kind things. of, that's a lot. Yeah. Is that, I mean, I'm, I'm just getting more curious about sure. that. How is that? <clears throat> do people going into that, do they need to have experience in real estate? No, I think not cool. at all. No, just yeah. an interest. An interest and, um, you know, just be mentally geared mm -hmm. towards or, wanting to do it. Yeah, got exactly. It. And then we're going to be teaching them because Devin and I have been researching and studying over the last like year yeah. to develop this. And so we'll be actually giving them education on it at yeah. the same time. Now switching directions. Like sure. going back, uh, what were your, like, because now it sounds like you're branching off to a whole bunch of other things. Like how, what were your first steps? How did you figure that out? Because a lot of people are like, like, I want to do this. I want to create my own group as well. I want to create my own clothing line. I was like, how, what were, but the thing is, they don't know where to start. Like what was, like, and everyone has their own, journey and their yeah. own beginning, but like, what were your first steps? Oh my goodness. Um, I think I've always been an entrepreneur at heart mm -hmm. and, uh, I was, I think my first step was just daydreaming about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I had, I had visions all the time of what I wanted to do. So it's kind of like taking what you think about and what you feel in your heart the most and what you're passionate about. And, um, you know, I think the first thing I did, well, partnering up with Devin was very helpful because he kind of inspired me to take a step outside of the comfort zone I was in. Oh. But you have to be willing to take a step outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a nine to five job and you want to do your own business, you have to be willing to take a risk. Mm -hmm. um, and at a certain point, I made that transition and I took that risk. And it has widely paid off for me because this is something I'm so passionate about, yeah. you know, that I'm driven to do. And I've been very, I've been successful, you know, along the way just because of that. So, um, networking, uh, with people that are kind of in the same area of interest, yeah. um, will help bring connections into your life that can aid you in your journey to doing what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, if you want to create a company, then you need to research mm. what, like how to develop an entity. So it really just depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like there's so so many different answers yeah, to that question. Yeah, it can be. I just, I'm just, I was just curious like, but, about how you approached it. because. But how I approached yeah. it, yeah. I Basically what I did is I, um, I started working with Devin. Uh, we started brainstorming mm -hmm. with each other on what we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And um, started kind of putting things into action. Um, we created our entity first, mm -hmm. uh, just through LegalZoom, really. Oh, LegalZoom. <laughs> oh, LegalZoom. <laughs> Giving a little shout out. <laughs> um, They're great. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, they work. it works. So we created our entity. Um, we had him, myself, and another partner. Uh, we just started planning uh, the different things we wanted to do, like the community events and the clothing. We went out to L.A., you know, to get our clothing done, uh, picking it out, getting it screen printed, 
um, because the fashion district is like a great place to do that. Yeah. Uh, he has a music studio, so we would get into the studio and we'd make music, and we'd get CDs printed from that, and we would promote it to people by going to these events, these different events, and then just by word of mouth and social media. Oh, wow. And it slowly grew to the point, and we would also promote it to our friends and family. Those are like our the original core supporters yeah. are your your friends and your family. Um, but then it spread out from there. People told people, and people told people. It just and it, before we knew it, we found that people were coming to us that we knew, saying, "I wore your clothing like out and about." And someone recognized it, like way somewhere way far away, they recognized <laughs> it. And that was just so cool to hear. And uh, Or someone would say, I saw somebody else wearing your hat. I saw someone else wearing your shirt at the mall. like Or That's tight. at Universal Studios, somebody approached me and, and saw my shirt and my hat, and it had the Unity Era logo on it. And they're like, I know that. That's Unity Era. <laughs> and so just, yeah, it's... Um, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of dove into the deep end on that description. But. That's fine. I, mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I can definitely see how excited you got about it. What were some of the initial challenges? Uh, aside, like, you know, those are first steps. Yeah. What were some of the early challenges you faced that you feel like? Um, I mean, one thing we want, one reason we want to help people um, with figuring out what they want to do in their lives uh, is because a lot of people tend to get stuck in like a nine to five job that they're not happy with. Yeah. And they have this like dream of doing something else, but yeah. they need to make ends meet. They need to bring an in income to live, you mm -hmm. know, and that's something I'm so passionate about because I grew up, like I said, with this entrepreneurial spirit yeah. and um, I didn't, I was naive at first. I had no idea how to really start carrying out my dream, you know? And so I had to make income. I worked my jobs as like a server and an administrative assistant and all kinds of different things. Kind of bounced around a lot because I was just like, it was not what I was made for, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, I wanted, there's so much I want to do, but I have to make money. I have to live. And I have a daughter to support, you know, so I was like in mommy mode and <laughs> yeah, you, got you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. Um, so it took time, but uh, one of our missions is to help people that have a vision and a dream that want to do things, uh, help them figure out how to do it and be supportive of it, you know. And when our company really grows, we even mm -hmm. want to angel invest in people's dreams where, you know, we take people that have like a dream yeah. and we invest into them yeah. and help them grow it. Um, so that was a challenge was just having to, you know, find the means to, to live. <laughs> just to, like, just, just to, to provide. Provide for my. Wow. Yeah. You know, there's the survival aspect and then yeah. you also want to do the whole <laughs> thriving part as well, but mm -hmm. there's a, very high cost of entry just to do it, yeah. especially as a parent. Yeah. Because you know, it's not just like, you know, if you're a college kid mm -hmm. or you're... Or, you're kind of or, on your or own. Or if you're not, yeah, if you're on your own and you don't have someone depending on you to right. survive, I think it's like, it's, I don't know, the, the, menta the mentality is different. Because like, mm -hmm. like, then if you fuck up as a single person, like, 
You're only messing your yeah. own life up. Yeah. You're not messing up the life of your child. You can, <laughs> and you can always go back. And even yeah. for, for both ends, as a, as a, that, that's what I had to do for a while. Yeah. With like for me, I had to move back in with my mom. Yeah. Just to be able to support, so not only like to help take care of my son, but also mm-hmm. have some mm-hmm. get some income in to to help support the business. Yeah. So it's like it's. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's what's can be what can be paralyzing for people is like. If you mess up, like I'm not gonna look as people are so caught yeah. up in the image. Like they, yeah. I'm not like if I if I mess up on my business, my business, or if it if it fails, like I'm gonna be a failure in front of people. Right. And then, right. and I'm like I'm not gonna have the nice home, the nice car. But the thing is, like if that's not the game you're you're playing, so why are you acting like? Why yeah. are you so concerned about that op- the opinion of those other people? Because that's not. They're playing a different game. They're playing the nine to five game. They're, yeah. they're, uh, the the game we're playing is different and requires a lot of sucky things <laughs> in the beginning. It does because it, it, it's not glor it's not glamorous. It's it's a lot of it's a sacrifice figuring things out. Yeah, because a regular job, a boss tells us what to do. They tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And us, we're figuring shit out. Yeah, and hoping to God it fucking brings <laughs> it. Yeah. And hoping to God it works exactly. Works out, so. Yeah, and we have to be self motivated. That's one thing you have to be self motivated for sure, because you're the one that's behind the wheel driving. Yeah. yeah, like how did you, like, you you said you always had the self motivation, but when you transition, like I'm assuming you're working from home as well, right? Or you guys have your own like space uh, to work at? Well, that's the thing is we're still pretty grassroots, um, although things are developing really really greatly right now um we're still working from home yeah uh for, on this that, that's and like the dream for a lot of people this evil just i'm happy to work from home yeah i mean eventually so, we want to have a facility for all of our stuff but we're just doing it wherever we can i'm like i'm, I'm like <laughs> uh, for me because i know vp like I, I for you know like i would be great to have an office for all of us uh-huh. but like for me it, for me personally i i want to have the flexibility to yeah work from everywhere yeah um because like earlier this summer i was able to work at new jersey or in the mm-hmm. philippines mm-hmm. and then while still the team being able to do what they need to do so i don't know if that's that makes sense that's for, really for cool but for going back to working from home like working from home we have a different mentality because we're mm-hmm. home yeah like because when i was first going i was like fuck i gotta like <laughs> go to the computer not get distracted by you know uh. to hang out with my son or to you know, do something other else. Because when I'm in daddy mode, I just want to hang out. Yeah. So, like, I had, and then creating that distinction. How was that for you? Like, training? Uh, a little bit challenging, only because home is so comfortable. <laughs> and I am a creature of comfort. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do, yeah, you have to, you have to literally give yourself a schedule and stick with it. And um, kind of pretend that when you're sitting at your computer that you're not at home. <laughs> Uh, I have, I literally feel like I'm in this like different zone when I'm sitting at my computer. I, it's like, I'm ignoring everything else around me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love being able to work from home though. It's totally a blessing. It's just, saves yeah, gas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it saves gas and you know, you can, biggest thing in LA, you can get up and take a break when you need to you need and to, want yeah. to, and there's flexibility with it. Um, but staying disciplined and keeping on your schedule and being organized and everything like it's uh that's a learning process that that was a learning process for me <laughs> i think 
Um, yeah, that was definitely a, a learning process. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I went through everything you went through. I mean, I had to move back with my parents for a while, my mom, my dad, you know, just because I was re, I was transitioning and I was getting geared into a different gear, you know, and sometimes that takes like just going back to square one and shifting gears and, and then building out from there. It requires a lot of, yeah. a lot of fucking humility. I can tell you about our specific challenge that we went through. Um, I won't name any names, but we had a, a partner who um, started out with the company Unity Era from the get-go, from the beginning of it. And she was very driven and had a hustle behind her and wanted to do, seemingly wanted to do positive things. Um, and uh, just along the way, um, created a lot of personal conflict and uh, also just did some things that were not ethical um, within the company and uh, kind of it took a lot away from the progress of the company and uh, it was unfortunate because we really saw that we could have been a good team together um, we would have been like a great dynamic trio mm. <laughs> um, but Unfortunately, that happens sometimes, and uh, we had to kind of we had to sever ties with her, and um, you know, again, we have we wish her the best in her own journey. But as a team member with us, it didn't work out. So, uh, yeah, it was a hard lesson to learn. She was with the company for a while and uh, was pretty tied in, and so. Um, getting untied, <laughs> unraveled is pretty that's hard. A, that's a process, right there. Yeah. Especially if you're a, if you're someone who was there from the beginning. Yeah. So I'm very yeah. sure. I mean, and she felt the 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 blow because she felt invested in the company, mm -hmm. and um, it was kind of a you know something that she was tied to. Yeah. You know, and so she she didn't want to be separated from it, but uh, when you when you do certain things, you just have to, you have to realize when you do certain things, there are consequences. And like I said, nobody should have to be business partners with another person they don't trust. Mm. You know, if they don't trust them or the, the chemistry is really not right yeah. for whatever reason, uh, then you should be able to just kind of go on your own separate way. In regards to how you guys are kind of recovering from that, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> How, um, what are you guys doing right now to deal with the aftermath of letting go of a partner and moving forward? Are you guys looking for another partner or are you guys looking to take on the responsibilities she's done and divvy it up between both of you? Or? Yeah, um, for now, we don't have a third partner yet. And so it's up to us to kind of take over the responsibilities that she had, including social media. <laughs> oh. she, she was handling the social media accounts. And Got it. She was also doing the community events. So we're currently in search. Well, obviously, we're working with Vision Paradox now. <laughs> Vision Paradox is really cool. <laughs> they have been awesome. And you guys are helping us like get a handle on this social media thing because that's not my strength by any means. Um, <laughs> but I think it's actually turned out for the best because I feel like we're on a new page with it, and it's actually even better uh, our content's going to be better. Our followers are going to be better. The overall image is going to be better um, than it was. So although it was a hard thing for us to lose 
that um, support from her, we turned it into a positive and we're growing from it even more now. So that's pretty cool. But we're also looking for someone to do community events um, mm. because she would go set up tables at community events and what, that's like a big undertaking. What, what, what do you mean by community events? Is because because um, the way I had interpreted it is like she sets up like a mm -hmm. I don't know like a, a random event at a park you know like or a workshop yeah. but uh, based off how you explained it I think there's like she sets up a booth at some place yeah it's basically yeah. it's mostly like promotions mm. um, so getting out into the community and showing people what we're doing yeah. uh, there are all kinds of community events. Um, there are music-related events. There are cause-related events. Um, some of the ones that she was at were um, Project for Hope, which is in LA. Um, there are other events that are held in LA uh, for kind of like supporting people that are either impoverished or homeless or victims of gang violence. Um, and she was... She, you know, th those are like some of the more heavier, like cause yeah. type related events. There are other ones that are a little more lighthearted that are mostly just like for performing arts, like yeah. music artists showcasing their music. And it's all positive music, whether it's inspirational or just creating awareness, just any kind of music that's like somehow helps people. It's uplifting, it's inspiring, it creates awareness. Uh, so a lot of events were like that because part of our company is music based. So. Mm. You know, she would be at events like that, and she would set up a table with our clothing, with our um, marketing items, like our business cards, and yeah. just everything, and just talk to people. Yeah. Um, Dang. Yeah. And a lot of the a lot of the clothing was would just be given out. Sometimes we would sell it, but other times we would just give it out to people. The community era is more based on giving rather than making a profit. Mm. So. A lot of our stuff we just would give to people. A lot of our clothing and our hats and stuff we just give to the community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing the sweats. <laughs> He's got the no, sweats like, on. Um, yeah. So like that, my, that's the one thing I'm wondering is mm -hmm. you guys are a nonprofit. You guys essentially are giving a lot away. Are, do you guys yourselves earn any profit? How, how, do, you guys, or how do you guys get, get paid for yourselves? Well, right now, Devin and I both actually, um, he, he works yeah. a full-time job. Yeah. And I have my own side business doing small business development, which really helps in what I'm doing with Unity Era and Unity Empire because I have a lot of skills with business development. Oh. Um, so I do everything I know how to do to make income, I do for our company. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I have my own little small business called Indigo Life Enterprises where I do small business development for other small companies that are just starting out, entrepreneurs. Yeah. And that's how I make my income right now. Yeah. With Unity Empire, we're building our profit side of the company as well mm. to help funnel money into our nonprofit side, mm. you know, to support the nonprofit. So then that, that's that's uh, yeah. I respect that because like the money you're making immediately comes back in, yeah, goes back goes back into the business exactly. And some people like it exists out there that there are people who who pose an altruist altruistic kind of version of themselves that they're trying to do good, but in reality that they're just keeping all the money. They're keeping the money, or even like you know only giving small portions a of the bit. price. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's, it's such a like for me, 
I have like uh, some skepticism on certain nonprofits uh-huh. I, I I donate to, and I don't put it out there that I donate to charities because I hate I hate <laughs> saying oh I helped I gave I paid for someone Starbucks today or <laughs> oh I paid I gave a homeless man something if you if you have the ability to give give yeah you don't need to you don't need the validation of social media or anything about mm-hmm. it so and that's why and then because and also because I know um there like for the longest time when I was trying to figure out which charity I wanted to I wanted to start giving mm-hmm. I get I took a while to figure out like yeah because i want to know where your money where going. it actually yeah. goes and that's one thing that we are really really passionate about is the same thing you just said in fact any organization we partner with or give to we make sure we know that they're really making a difference but our company and specifically as well what we want to make real change in people's life like mm. we want to create real change you know we don't just want to put out fluff like we want to actually we're developing the profit side of our company so that we can make um we can make significant changes in people's lives whether it's um providing uh providing jobs for people even yeah. or um providing the things they need to create lifestyle changes and get out of hard situations you know and so it, it unfortunately takes money to do that. So we are creating that side of our, our company, but it's going to be funneled right back into making the difference with our nonprofit stuff. All right. Say a lot more money does start come, roll, does start rolling in you uh-huh. know, to, for the, um, and you know, especially with how people's relationship with money, it's, it's like a, a huge tempting thing. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you stay grounded with the vision and not get corrupted with the money flowing in. This is like a say five, ten years yeah. into the future. You guys are rolling in, uh-huh. rolling in like with what you're doing, uh, helping people. But how does how do you stay grounded in it? That's a really great question. <laughs> um, and I think a lot mm. of it just starts with this is what the reason we're even developing this company is because it's what's in our heart to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know. I don't think we'll ever stray from our vision uh, because it's really in our hearts to to help people. Even though, even if we do make a lot of money, um, our it's like our passion in life to grow this vision, mm. and so that helps. <laughs> but keeping good people around you mm. is uh, is really good. I mean, we hold we hold each other accountable, um, and we uh, on a daily basis, Devin and I hold hold each other accountable, and we inspire each other and um that's you know keeping good people around you is always good but then also just uh continuing to grow ourselves um as people like we can't really help other people grow if we're not growing ourselves Mm. and even just by doing that Even just by doing that, that's going to keep us grounded, you yeah. know, as we continue to make money. You have to grow with your money. Like, you you as a person have to grow. Mm, I love that. <laughs> yeah. You got to grow with your money. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you hear about people winning the lottery and losing all of it, it within, the, within, like, a few years. That's true. It's because they themselves have not grown to yeah. that 
they haven't Ooh. grown along with how, it. I love how you're putting that. Yeah. So, I mean, we do a lot to grow. I mean, we do a lot of self-reflecting. We read books. We get around good people. We meditate. <laughs> we, um, we do healthy things. And the, the, anything you can possibly think of that can grow you as a person, your spirit, your body, your mind, your soul, do it. And as you grow and your money grows, you'll stay grounded. Yeah, I think that's when people. I think that's when people forget. It's they forget that everything starts with them. Yeah. Like, and people always want the external. I want this. I want more money. But if your with your being mm -hmm. is a represented like the way I'm thinking, like if if it doesn't have the the ability, your being doesn't have the ability to hold that the yeah. mental capacity, capacity, emotional capacity. Yeah. It's not going to be able to handle the pressures of what does come with, with success or with the money. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they, they, people are in love with the idea of what it does for them, mm -hmm. but they forget about the other shit that comes with it. Yeah. So they, and then that is the perfect way to, to say it is the capacity. Like when you grow your own capacity in all those areas you just mentioned mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, then you're like a fortress. You can handle yeah. everything that comes your way with these with this growth that happens. I love how you just said fortress because the way I was just thinking about it is if your mental capacity is the capacity of a shack, it's gonna if some challenges come in, you're gonna break it's right gonna off break. the bat. But if you're a fortress, mm -hmm. anything you can take on more mm -hmm. and you'll be able to you know, hold in a lot more. Yeah. So I think that, that was like the perfect way of putting yeah. it. I have to, I have to share something with you that's sort of an, a, a, a life example of mine and how you were asking me earlier my first steps and I didn't really think about it at the time, but you just sparked my thought. Mm. Um, some of my friends who got really into personal growth, they inspired me to read. Mm. There are books out there that you read that literally develop your mental capacity and and more even and i i read i started reading those books and from there i literally saw my found myself like skyrocketing was, out of nowhere what was the book that changed your life the magic of thinking big oh my god i gotta get i that, i have that's on my list <laughs> read that book whoever you are like you're it's gonna open your mind to thinking in a way that literally produces all these things like results in your life you know because mm. You're, it really does start here, honestly. And if you're thinking this way, then your world around you is going to be this way. Mm. And if you all of a sudden get hit with a winning lottery ticket, but you're still thinking like this, yeah. all that money is going to disappear. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to handle it. So mm. like, just expanding like that. The Magic of Thinking Big. Definitely read that. Uh. Um, another book that I haven't read, but I've heard is really good, is The Compound Effect. Oh, yeah. I read that one too. I've never heard that one. Yeah. The but, one... Um, well, Think and Grow, uh, what Think is it? Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich, like that whole series, the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. Mm. Um, There's a series? I've only read the one book. Yeah. The first book I ever read that my friends recommended me was the, um, it's called uh, Business of the 21st Century, and uh -huh. it's part of the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. Oh. There's see. more than one of the books from that author. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I got to, I, I won't, yeah, yeah that, that. I think that was the first book that started getting me to think yeah. about money differently. Yeah, you think about things. It really does help you think about money and business differently. And that was my first book I read. Mm. But The Magic of Thinking Big really also like opened my capacity. It built my capacity. I think that was like, that was, like I mean, the, the fact that you're mentioning reading is like, reminds me of like, uh, what was his name? Ty Lopez. He says, leaders are readers. Yes. So it's like, 
because it's we for us we never assume that like we know everything yeah. because there's so much more out there to know and you'll be like, learning forever <laughs> forever and ever yeah that's the thing like i have like so like i have a huge reading list and but the thing is you're also in the middle of doing mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. making time to read is yeah. like it's it's one thing that it's easy to forget mm-hmm. but it's also like it's something we have to also yeah. have set time for yeah start 15 minutes a day um start with 15 minutes a day if you can whether it's in the morning or at night before you go to bed and then you'll find yourself like engulfed in a book and you'll do far more than 15 mm. minutes at a time because that's what i did <laughs> it just gets so interesting yeah but even just 15 minutes a day is a good way to get through your your reading uh, in a busy life. I love that. I love that very practical piece of advice because yeah. it's like, because people think like, I got to read a book a day because he says that, Ty Lopez says that, uh, or people like, oh, I got to spend two hours, but it's like... You could, but, like, but realistically... Yeah. I like that you, you brought up low cost of, like, that low cost of entry. It's, yeah. it's, it's short commitment, mm-hmm. very doable. Everyone can put in 15 minutes if you're taking a dump, if you are... <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a, the whole that whole study of men yeah. spend like a whole bunch of time in, in the bathroom <laughs> alone because that's honestly like where they get yeah. the most alone time thinking time yeah it's like or or even if you're in line at a mcdonald's or whatever if you can find that quick 15 minutes yeah i mean yeah take advantage of it do too. it yeah and it's really because then then it adds up yeah. 15 minutes a day and that's exactly what the compound effect is about which i have like i said i started reading the book but haven't gotten through it all the way but it's about uh being just being consistent even if you're doing little bits of something but you're doing it every day you're it it compounds it adds up to the point where you're going to get this oh. huge explosion at the mm. end all of a sudden and it, it's the same way with wealth. It's yeah. the same way with uh, reading, with anything. That whole idea of the co- compounding effect. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. I just love that idea because it 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 preaches, or it more focuses on being consistent, like what mm-hmm. you said, and mm-hmm. how it adds up every single day. Like what, what, uh, this podcast I was listening to, School of Greatness, when Kobe Bryant was on it, he was terrible, I think, at the age of 10. Mm-hmm. Age, by age 14, he was an All-American, and considering in the long scheme of life mm-hmm. that's pretty fast yeah and then and all you said was do it every single day mm-hmm. it's basic math just be consistent because yeah. it builds up to something yeah and uh, um again i'm sort of still in the beginning of of the book so i don't know everything there is to know but just in general the compound effect it's it basically as you do something consistently every day um or you know every i guess every day um, you may not see results at first. You mm. may not see results for a while. And that typically discourages people. But mm. do not let that discourage you. Because behind the scenes, like literally scientifically, <laughs> your your efforts are adding up every single day and doubling up on each other every day to the point where all of a sudden you're going to see the results in a big way. And uh, the, the book gives a lot of examples about uh, wealth. Um, and... I'll let you read it, but because I can't do it like say it verbatim. But there's like a there's one story about or one example about like how a penny can add up over time, uh, yeah. and it just I wish I could really display the example better. But um, all of a sudden you'll you'll like look you'll realize you're a millionaire even just by adding like small small bits up and having them double on each other over yeah. time, and so it's it works as literally like a science. So everything you do, even if you're just doing a little bit every day, 
um, eventually those results will kind of explode and you'll you'll see them. Kind of like how Kobe Bryant all yeah. of a sudden was an All-American yeah, after four uh, years. Yeah, so. it, it's really like a, a law or a science to it. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> um, I mean, again, that preaches to showing up every day to do the work because I think a lot of people want to like to blow up once in a while or like, chill mm-hmm. blow up once in a while so they they forget about they focus on the intensity mm-hmm. like uh people going to the gym mm-hmm. they go they work out they kill themselves mm-hmm. and then they're out for an entire yeah two weeks because their muscles you know are, are put into a shock they're not their body's not conditioned for it yeah and then they go intense again and then it's just they're just breaking down their nervous system yeah yeah but the, <laughs> the consistency of showing up every day is probably the least sexiest thing <laughs> you'll do but it's also going to be the one that leads up to the most payoff yeah because it's um absolutely you're like you're literally laying down a brick every single day mm-hmm. of work mm-hmm. of your body of work eventually yeah. you'll build you'll the, the fortress house. you'll see the house yeah you'll see that you'll have the tallest building depending on mm-hmm. what blueprint you are what yeah. you have set for yourself yeah um yeah it's like a video going viral it doesn't necessarily go viral overnight but if you're continuously like promoting it or people are continuously watching it after a certain period of time, all of a sudden you hear about a video exploding. Yeah. But really it took time for it to happen. It just it just the result of it seemed yeah. like intense all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, like it just happened like out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's how the compound effect works. You know, like you build momentum slowly and then all of a sudden you snowball. Yeah. And I think that's the, I think that's the part. Yeah. Most people want to celebrate before they even mm-hmm. make it. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's part of owning your own business, as you know. Like, you have to do the non-sexy stuff. You have to show up every day. <laughs> you have to put in your work every day. Yeah. And even if you don't see results right away, eventually you're going to see them, and it'll it'll pay off. Yeah. I think that's the thing, like, when, when it comes to starting your business, is, like, you have this vision, you mm-hmm. see what's possible, but what's in front of you is like create, opposite. Yeah. You have to create the foundation first yeah, and so. then keep building upon it. It's, you have to start at that square one and, and, and build the building blocks. <laughs> yeah. So. So, so what's uh, UE currently up to like, right now? Like, I know we, we, we talked briefly on this. Uh-huh. Uh, so what else, what else are you guys doing? Like what's, what's, oh, since it's December as we're filming this, what's, some plans you guys might have for 2019? Oh, 2019, I believe, is going to be a big year. (laughs) Um, We have been really focusing on, like I said, um, how you have to build your foundation first. This past year or so has been really focused on that. Mm -hmm. And so we've been doing some things, uh, some building, but we've mainly been just setting our foundation correct. And that way, when we do build upon it and build momentum, our foundation is sound and solid and it doesn't come crumbling down. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to build a solid foundation. So that's what we've been focusing on. But this coming year, we're going to start ramping things up more because mm. our, our foundation is pretty well set. And so um, we're going to start scaling. Um, yeah, Christmas is here. We're doing our Toys for Tots mm-hmm. campaign. Uh, we will start working with more organizations this next year. We're going to select like a handful of organizations to work with throughout the year mm-hmm. for the campaigns for causes. Um, stay tuned for that <laughs> to know which ones we're going to do. Uh, we are developing the real estate uh, investment team uh, come February. So oh, wow. that's we're gonna, when we're going to launch it. Um, 
later in 2019, we'll be developing our first group home. Oh, wow. I believe it's going to be an Adults for Disabilities group home. Uh, we have... We have a house already for it, but we need to develop the program. Wow. Yes. So. That's freaking cool. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Is that one photo I saw. Uh -huh. wow, that was yeah. like your most liked photo. That's, that's to this so day. cool. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, the house in Victorville. Yeah. Um, we, we've got a house in Victorville um, that we planned on doing a group home with, but it takes time to develop it. So we've, we gave ourselves a year to develop it. Uh, so later this year is when we're going to launch it. Uh, we have a wonderful family living there right now. They're amazing. And uh, one of the ladies that's living there wants to kind of, uh, she wants to help us develop this group home. Her sister ha is an adult with disability mm. and she takes care of her sister already. And so she's going to be like basically the person that manages the group home for us. Wow. So within this year, we'll develop it and then launch it that's crazy. in the fall. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so that's another thing we're up to. A um, couple more things. Uh, we I just started working with someone who works for Tilly's Corporate. Um, oh. And uh, for our clothing line, I always imagined our clothing line being in shops that were like geared towards skating and surfing and. Got it. Just because it yeah. just has that look and feel to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, uh, and I figured that's a good place for us to start as far as being in stores and getting more exposure and yeah. people like knowing the brand more for the clothing line. So she is going to be working with me on um, developing like a business plan for that mm. and presenting it to um, Tilly's Corporate and to other uh, surf and skate shops. That's tough. So that's a big thing we're working on this year. Yeah. Um, and we have, she has a, somebody that's an actual surfer that wants to, wants to be sponsored by us. And he surfs in Hawaii. And so we already have Unity Era Hawaii, which yeah. is like, we have a following out in Hawaii, just to brief you on it, of a, great people out there uh, that love the movement. And they wear the clothing. We send them clothing. They wear it. They take pictures. They take videos. And they send it to us. And um, so we have this surfer that she knows out in Hawaii who wants us to sponsor them. So that'll be kind of a fun That's cool. thing to do, yeah. you know, to go along with being in the surf and skate shops. So that's a big thing. Um, do you want to expand on that at all? Because there's one more thing I yeah, was going to talk about. I mean, I'm just going to let you keep going. <laughs> all right. You have the floor right now. I mean, this is, I'm just like, does I... I I only have a smidget of an idea of what's going on. You're like blowing my mind right now. What's happening? So keep going. Yay. <laughs> so a big part of our company, which you know, is we support the arts. Like we, I grew up as a dancer. I grew up as a singer, performer. I love the arts. And Devin is a producer for music. Mm. He loves music. So we want to support the arts in a bigger way. Mm. Um, on a smaller scale, we're just starting by doing some social media uh, challenges oh, and campaigns. Yeah. One of them being Dance for UE, where dancers can, we'll send them a shirt and they do their solo dance wherever they choose to do it. And they yeah. send it in to us and we feature it on social media. And we want to create a challenge out of it just to kind of inspire people more. And, um, you know, whoever wins the challenge, we'll, we'll give them some cool uh gear plus they'll have a, a chance to like feature in our next dance project video that we do mm. uh, dance commercial or whatever it is we do <laughs> <laughs> um so we're you know we're starting to do things like that plus um for music artists we are featuring interviews with music artists uh and we're calling it behind the song because we have these artists we work with 
that do songs for, um, uh, you know, with our organization that are like positive, inspirational, or uh, just about, you know, very moving things. And we're featuring interviews on them about their songs and we're calling it Behind the Song. So on a smaller scale, we're already supporting the arts mm -hmm. through our social media and through the things that we do, like our campaigns. Like, yeah. For example, our breast cancer awareness campaign, we made it to where we had featured all these dancers to support, you know, support dance. Yeah. And um, so we're already doing stuff like that. But one thing I'm going to be working on developing in the next year is a arts festival. Um, and it's going to be something where we, you know, we work with different people that are already involved in the arts yeah. and bring them all together kind of in one venue hmm. uh, where they can all showcase what they do. Yeah. Uh, so we want dancers doing dance performances. We want music artists doing music performances. We're going to showcase the clothing by doing like a fashion show segment or part of it. Oh. Um, we're going to have people that are artists like that paint and draw and do photography. We're going to let them showcase their work by having their own little gallery set yeah. up or table set up. Uh, we're going to have um, people that do culinary arts that we know that actually they... I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> I'll be eating everything. <laughs> yes. We want to have them have their own setup. Yeah. To where they can even bring samples of the stuff that they, they make, you know? And, yeah. Uh, a lot of them actually make really good foods that are healthier. So we're going to be we're going to be promoting <laughs> healthier lifestyle, but still it tastes good. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> me too. I have um, I have people that are very close to me that are vegans, but they also have their own like company where they meal prep for people that have food sensitivities. Oh, so they shoot. have to like come up with meal plans for people that are healthy. Uh, but that taste still tastes good, you yeah. know. And so they actually, I want to showcase their stuff at the events as well, at the because um, it's like an art, you know. If you look oh, at, yeah. if well, you, especially when they have to plate it, yeah. Oh, when some some things are so beautifully plated, yes. Like, do I even eat this? I know. It just makes sense. Like, it makes sense to, like, that you want to take a photo. Yeah. Yeah. Because especially if it's beautifully plated. But it's great to be, to incorporate that too, because we're all about wanting to help people. So we want to help <clears> people learn how to live healthier lifestyles. They're going to be healthier. They're going to live longer. You know, it's part of our mission. So, you know, we're, we really don't exclude anything as far as how can we help people? How can we help this world? I mean, how can, I mean, as you're trying, you guys are trying to help a lot of people. How do you guys help yourselves in developing this stuff? <laughs> uh, you mean, how do we like yeah. practice these things like, ourselves? Like, or? like, no, no, you guys are helping people, but mm -hmm. do you, how do you guys receive help? Oh, um, that is something we're working on. <laughs> we're, we're kind of networking with a lot of people to um, see if, you know, to get their involvement. Yeah. And right now it's more on a volunteer basis. Yeah. You know, eventually we'll be able to actually provide incomes for people. But yeah. for now, you know, we're really just trying to rally people up for different things and mm -hmm. get their support um, on more on a volunteer basis. Because obviously it takes a team, it takes unity, you know, to really create things. And even though Devin and I are spearheading all of this, we um, we just reach out to people to see what they want to be involved in mm. and also work with people that already have their own companies. Like, for example, this arts festival we're going to do, we're going to reach out to everybody we know that has something they already do yeah. and just say, come be a part of this, showcase what you do. Mm. 
Uh, and it's like, that's kind of how we create that team effort is yeah, supporting what people already do. Yeah. You know, you could be there filming, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have my team. Yeah. Um, the photographers we're bringing can be there taking pictures yeah. and, and also networking with others. So it's kind of like everyone benefits from it, yeah. you know, and uh, we get the help we need and everyone benefits. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. So that arts festival, we're going to be, um, it'll take probably a year to develop, but so stay tuned for that. Yeah, I love how like you're like patient about it. <laughs> some people are like, it's going to happen in three months, six months. Oh no. Like, like, I love how you're aware that this is a process. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with a lot you're taking on. Mm-hmm. It's like, it makes sense to see what happens, to see what you can build within that time. Yeah. Well, with my, the experiences that I've had, I've learned, I've learned how the timelines realistically work. <laughs> which, I mean, which I also appreciate as you as a client or VP, because I have pretty ridiculous, like some, like we've worked with some ridiculously impatient clients. Mm-hmm. Um which is why we're not working with them anymore. But <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, when some some people just don't understand the expectations. Yeah. Like, um, Things take time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not going to go into it too yeah. much. Yeah. But you can tell, <laughs> as you okay. can tell, like, there's like some frustration yeah. that I go with. It's like, yeah. this is, something is, the process needs to be respected. And yeah. if you, unless you want a certain thing to grow fast, you better have a lot of money to make it grow fast. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, and also, I've also learned that sometimes when things grow too fast, they also die fast. That's true. So yeah. um, that's easy come, easy go. yeah, that's actually a saying that I've really continued to remind myself of: is allow things to grow in their natural process because they'll they'll stay around much longer. They'll they'll build more solidly. I mean, if you think of it, human beings we start as babies, and it takes us at least like eighteen to twenty years to grow into full maturity. Yeah. You know, and that, and, but we live until we're like a hundred years old or we can, you know, but certain things that grow a lot faster, whether it be plants or animals or whatever, they, they don't have as long of a lifespan. And so it's literally like a law. And, um, if you are patient and you just let things happen in their process you keep putting your one foot in front of the other, but allow it to grow the way it does naturally, it's going to be way more solid. So yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm aiming for. Is I don't want this. I want this festival to be a success, and I want it to be a solid thing. If I were to try to throw it together in three months, it would probably be a disaster. There, was, there are some <laughs> uh, YouTubers. I'm not going <laughs> to mention them because people watching this might know who I'm talking about. They try. They had very super, 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 super ambitious goals, and I think they might have executed it well. They, I mean, they could have executed it well. Um, given the time frame they wanted, but I think there was way too. Much. But be considering that when you try to rush a process, mm-hmm. you overlook things. Yes, which is what I think what happened to them. Yeah, and which is why, like, when you take the time to make do things right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I my favorite, one of my current favorite sayings right now is "Make haste slowly." Yeah, like you you make progress faster yes. when you take to ta- take time to do the right things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's I guess natural order yeah and, and uh the, the longer things take to grow the more complex they are but the stronger they are so that's exactly like there the gaps and the holes are not going to be there because you've you've filled everything in you paid attention to every detail along yeah. the way yeah and i think so the structure is more sound it won't break down as easily oh yeah oh, yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think that's. Um, I mean, that's what happened with my with my dance crew. Like we, I wanted us to blow up in three years. It took almost a decade. Yeah. Yeah. And but now because it took a while, like all the teams that I was kind of jealous of growing up, like oh they're good, they're getting a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Oh they're my rivals, mm-hmm. so to speak. Like me being super competitive and like making my shirt, my team comes out on top back then. Mm-hmm. Like I saw rivals and people who were blowing up. Now they're not here. Yeah. Like there's a whole lot more dance teams now, but. Um, our team is like is probably one of the more um, well-known LA teams. Mm-hmm. So because uh, we didn't try to we didn't try to rush everything, and yeah. it, it was really just a growing process. Yeah, so. that's that's how Devin and I think of this company. Uh, Unity <clears throat> Empire is a massive, massive vision that we have, um, and we know it's going to be lifelong. It's gonna be a oh, life. I love that. It's gonna be a lifelong journey of growth yeah. as it grows and develops, and yeah. we're we have we exercise our patience every day. <laughs> I think that's a good thing, good way of like viewing it as a yeah. lifelong thing instead of like yeah. five years. It has it's my five-year plan. Yeah, it's like because when you yeah, because then that thing puts things pers- into perspective, and then mm-hmm. patience. It helps us keep our patience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I'm gonna try to close it out sure. right now. So, like, where can people stalk you guys online? Stalk us? Ooh, yeah. Please stalk us. <laughs> <laughs> we would love it. <laughs> you can come to uh, www.unityempire.com. Just unityempire.com. That's yeah. where we have our our main website. Um, it'll be branching off into a more developed uh, version of itself mm. with uh, as our branches grow. But for now, it's just that's like the main hub. You can come to and see um, a little bit of everything that we're doing, uh, whether it's the clothing, the campaigns, or the real estate, etc. cetera. Um, and as our different branches grow, you'll see more. Yeah. So unityempire.com. Dope. And yes. all, all, everything will be linked down in the pres- prescription. <laughs> subscription down below. The subscription. Description. Can't speak right now. Description down below. Um, their website, their social handles, everything, mm-hmm. so you can connect with them. And I think that's, is there anything, one last thing you want to share with the audience? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, just whatever it is that you that you feel passionate about in your heart, um, take a step out of your comfort zone and, and take that risk and do it. Just, I think the world will be a better place if we all did what we wanted to do and mm. felt moved to do (laughs) (laughs) all right there's your bit of inspiration for the day (laughs) so that's it so if you you guys like this uh segment let us know in the comments down below uh make sure you guys hit like subscribe share this with friends who you think might benefit from it and also hit that little bell button so you guys are getting notifications of when new content is coming out and yeah hope you guys enjoyed today's video wherever you guys are watching it whatever time and when whatever year (laughs) we will catch you guys next time all right fishing paradox forever